The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now when you bet $100 at WinBet, you get a $100 free bet on the house. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. All right, welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. Before we get into things, we just want to let you know we're brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. Right now, they're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. Gary, what's up, man? How are things? How are you doing this week? Whatever you do, just don't ask me how my damn teams are doing. <laughs> I That's hear you. I- it's huh? been rough, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just lost to you. Remember correctly? Uh, yeah, my offense is like shit, and then I, I actually got some good bargains in these redrafts this year by going ahead and getting my offense first. I'm not hurting an IDP. There was plenty. I got a lot of Mosley late. You know that 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 method works, especially nowadays the way the IDP is. You know, but yeah, it's all just shit. I hear you. It's that time of year. Things are terrible, but that's okay. We'll claw our way back in and we just got to make playoffs. So let's get everyone caught up with what happened last week, what they need to know for this week, waivers, injuries, the whole nine yards. We're going to start with the NFC and AFC North, starting with the Bears. Uh, I got nothing. What what do you got? I, I didn't see anything. Everyone played their normal snaps. I didn't see any injuries. Looks fine. Uh, man, the only thing I think that realistically I might point out in this whole situation is uh, Skidmark Jackson, as Johnny might call him, has actually been producing <laughs> lately. Uh, but yeah, be careful. Be careful because I actually wrote him up a little bit there. I think he's got a few tougher matchups coming up. So I don't think he's going to be able to hit that ceiling that he's been getting for like three contests in a row here. Yep. So, yeah, that's Eddie Jackson, Safety Bears. Yeah, he's been on fire so far this year. But we call him Skid Marks because he's as consistent as clean underwear after Chipotle. All right, moving on to the Bengals. So the big news here is Jermaine Pratt is back after missing a week due to injury. Uh, He only played 66% of snaps, but that's about normal for him. And he had nine combined tackles. So he remains a nice LB 3-4 in those deeper leagues. What do you got on the Bengals? Anything else? I am a little bit concerned. They really liked, what was the kid's name that replaced Pratt? Davis Gaither. Yeah, I I don't think it's going to cut into Pratt's time, but they really did like what he had to show. So it might be mean something a little bit in the future. Not yet. Yep, not yet. Still too early. So, yep, not a ton going on with the Bengals. Although with the Lions, we had an absolute dumpster fire shit show this last week. So uh, I'd like to personally apologize for recommending Juju Hughes. But uh, with that being said, I don't work for the Lions and neither does Gary. So they didn't tell us that they were going to bench him for letting up that last second touchdown to the Vikings a couple weeks ago. Um, His replacement, Kirby Joseph, also a safety, did the exact same thing this week. So between Hughes or Joseph, who's the option? I'd say neither. I'd say stay the hell away from it. They've both been benched or threatened to be benched in the last couple weeks here. So I don't trust it at all. No, yeah, let that play out for a little bit and see what's going on. I like Anzalone, man. 
he was last year towards the end of the year, he was turning into like a decent LB three type play steady kind of, you know, to help people through the last half of the year in some really deeper format. And uh, this year he's on fire. Um, he had like a 16% missed tackle rate last year. Now this was his, this guy walking in there, taking over a defense that he's really had very little experience of doing down in new Orleans or getting the opportunity to do. So he had to learn this defense. He had to run it, had a bunch of fresh guys and stuff. He, I think he was a little off his game last year because he's really came in and he cut that number in half. He's only like at eight and a half. And it's really showed in the box score. And if I remember right, his ratio for being scored solo to assist is just outstanding. It was like three to one possibly. Anzalone is just, he's been on a roll and uh, I bet he's still free in a few if leagues out there. If you go head hunting a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. He's looked really good. And uh, so as Malcolm Rodriguez, 79% of snaps last week uh, with eight combined tackles. So he's still not where we want him for snap share, but he's producing. So we'll take it beyond that. That's, that's about it for the lions. Moving on to the Browns. So Miles Garrett has returned to practice today after that car accident uh, a week or so ago. So he's on track to play this week, whether or not he actually plays this week. Different story. I wouldn't count on it. Um, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa also came back after that injury uh, on the Thursday night game a couple weeks ago. He only played 78% of snaps this week, but that makes sense, right? They're easing him back in. Mm -hmm. They let Jacob Phillips play a little bit more this week with 100% of snaps. I would not be surprised if that reverses itself and uh, Phillips sees the fewer snaps. Um, beyond that, Clowney, doubtful to play this week. What else you got on the Browns? Uh, when it comes to John Johnson, man, I really wish I wouldn't have missed that boat this year. <laughs> I hear you. He looks like the old John Johnson. He's not made those big interceptions, man. You remember, remember watching him making those interceptions in the end zone a couple of times, they would have like a Monday night game or something, you know, it'd be a big game shit like that. He's, he's getting there. We surely, you know, I'd rather have a DB too than a no DB. Oh yeah. We'll take it compared to last year. Absolutely. Uh, yep. So that's the Browns, uh, moving on to the Packers. So Adrian Amos starting strong safety was injured this week. Uh, concussion, I believe, uh, Rudy Ford was the replacement. This is really not worth chasing down. I don't think it Amos wasn't producing that much in the first place with a concussion. The odds are he's playing this week anyway. So it's probably just a waste of uh waiver wire position, but what's your take on that one, Gary? Uh, if I remember right, we got a really good matchup for Gary this week. Oh, yeah. Who they got? It's uh, the Giants. Yes. That's a good matchup. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dallas found that to be a favorable matchup. Oh, you could say that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Preston Smith makes his appearance, too. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. And beyond that, the only other thing we're watching is Quay Walker, and he's remaining solid at 86% of snaps. So, no issue there. Moving on to the Raiders, JPP, who you mentioned last week, Jason Pierre-Paul, edge defender, 86% of snaps, getting signed off the street, coming in, playing, starting, putting up four combined tackles. What's what's your take on that? Get to the wire. You know, they, they haven't been able to really field any healthy edge rushers. Uh, they get a couple of second-year guys and stuff, but everybody's coming off injury and banged up, and they just haven't had a pass rush. Justin Houston, I can't remember if he got hurt or whatever. He he couldn't get it done again this year, even after reviving his career. 
uh, with them kind of over the last couple of years. Well, enter JPP, you know, and as we see, this guy was apparently ready because you just don't sign a guy and slap him in a game. Tackles were there, you know, no sacks, but uh, I guarantee you against the Bengals this week, we're going to see a change in that. And I expect he's going to make his mark. So if you can't get JPP this week, you're probably not getting him next. Yep, that's true. Get it while the getting's good. Uh, beyond that, everything else looked pretty solid and normal for the Ravens. All right, Vikings. One thing that a couple things stood out for me this week. Zadarius Smith only played 40% of snaps and he was playing hurt. Uh, so this game was not on TV, so I had to listen on Sirius NFL Radio. I had the Vikings station on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Vikings announcers. They know the team. And Zadarius is super banged up. He probably shouldn't have even been playing. And, you know, they kept saying he's a warrior for being out there. He still landed a sack, even though he was only playing 40% of snaps. But just something to keep an eye on. That's not enough playing time for an edge guy to count on. It's not a consistent position to begin with. And when you cut the normal playing time in half, it becomes even less consistent. So I would just keep an eye on that. And then the other big thing was a uh, Lewis scene sign. However you say it done for the season compound fracture on a special teams play. Uh, so yeah, he's done, done. Um, Josh Metellus will be the replacement if Harrison Smith goes down. And I, I got to assume that's for Bynum too, but who knows? Um, yeah, you you gotta, get any ideas? So. Yeah, probably both, right? Yeah, probably. I sure wouldn't trust it if otherwise at first. So just uh, that's more of a dynasty thing, but some fairly big news there. And that be it for the Vikings. Uh, so heading on over to the Steelers, couple big names hurt this week. Cameron Hayward hurt but limited practice this week so he looks okay to play minka fitzpatrick hurt did not practice today but his injury was described as quote not a big deal and uh it sounds like he's likely to play but uh boy i don't know man that that secondary is pretty shredded to begin with that's uh that's a big hit if fitzpatrick can't go yeah and he, i believe edmonds is also or is he too yeah i think he got concussed so uh he, right. he should be should be okay looks this like this norwood kid he looks like he'll be the one to benefit from it i don't think that i'd go there if i don't have to we, we're not in bye weeks so hopefully you're not reaching there yeah right i mean because none of these injuries are like multi-week things so it'd be a, a one-week rental I mean, it's a good matchup. It's the Bills, but still, I, yeah, I don't think we're there yet. All right, and before we get into the AFC and NFC South, are you thinking of joining WinBet? Because now is the perfect time for new customers. You can bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day. You can get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet so that they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This offer is subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you watch football, you really need Fubo TV. Especially when Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football. 
including the NFL Red Zone Plus games and with no extra charge. Fubo also comes with more than 100 channels of live sports, entertainment and at a fraction of the price as cable, so you can watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with our cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment and you can cancel at any time. And you can try Fubo TV free for the next 7 days and get 15% off your first month by checking it out right away. Just go to fubotv.com slash SGP. That's fubotv.com slash SGP. The IDP Pro Players Pod is also presented by idpguys.org, where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of dynasty, individual defensive players, super flex, and beyond. That was idpguys.org, where they do way more than just defensive football. All right, let's get back into it. We got the NFC and AFC South. We'll start with the Buccaneers and things I noticed. Logan Ryan, injured. Carlton Davis, injured. Those are the big ones. So uh, Ryan, foot injury, did not practice, does not look good for this weekend. But as Gary, I'm sure we'll tell you in a second, he's been useless this year, so who cares? Carlton Davis, however, one of the best streaming corners and just straight-up cornerback options out there, period had full participation in practice today, and it was described as just a stinger. So he looks good to go, thank God. And Hakeem Hicks is still not practicing. That's all I got. Beyond that, everything looks good. What do, what do you got with the Bucks, Gary? I like Shaq Barrett this week. He's got a favorable matchup. Uh, if I remember right, it's pretty strong. Uh, and how disappointed are we with Joe Tyrone, the guy replacing JPP? Uh, he's just really not worked out, uh, not even close. So uh, that's probably why we're seeing Edwards using this free safety uh, position as his toy. Yep. Yeah, they got the the Falcons in a divisional showdown the week after a stinging loss to the Chiefs. So probably not great for the Falcons this week. No. Uh, but uh, moving on to the Colts, and uh, I'm just going to read this verbatim. Darius, useless piece of shit, Leonard, concussion, already out this week. Uh, so who's shocked, right? You know, we wait all year for the guy to start. You get a quarter out of him, and he's gone again. He's just like T.J. Watt, just made of glass and completely unreliable, uh, overhyped, just just garbage. Uh, I'm all set. <laughs> I'm sitting here uh, getting ready to look up and see what that – replacement safety did oh. I, if i remember right nothing oh yeah you you check that i got some other stuff here so with leonard out this week we're back to zaire franklin bobby okariki the the interesting thing here though was when leonard was healthy for a whole five minutes this week okariki was displaced he was gone it was zaire franklin and Shaq darius leonard that were the starters so if we ever get back to a point where uh darius Shaq leonard um is healthy again you know, in the distant future, um, maybe. Uh, then it's him and Zaire Franklin as the starters. So please adjust accordingly if and when that day does ever come. Uh, it looks like Okariki's fallen out of favor, which is kind of interesting. All oh, this Rodney Thomas, let's see, he had apparently no stats to mention with 100% of the snaps. I really do believe, John, that what I've said a million times about that position and Nick Cross or anybody playing it at this point with those linebackers, uh, it's not a real productive position, but I don't think we're going to see any consistency. So we'll move along. I am interested with uh, Ty 
Juan Lewis. Uh, I believe he's out with him out. I am interested to see what I believe is the second year guy. Oh yeah. Deo Odeyingbo. That guy. Yeah. Right. So uh, I think we're going to see a little bit of extra time next week. It'll be interesting to see what he'll do with more snaps. He only played 25% last week and he uh, had a productive game considering. That's definitely worth a look. And then, yep, just please keep in mind that Okariki is on his last legs here. But but once again, that would be assuming that Darius Leonard can stay healthy for more than five minutes, which I, I, I don't believe. <laughs> right, right. Hey, let me tell you real quick, too. I couldn't believe the question that I got today on Twitter. Somebody was asking me if they should drop Buckner and pick up Wilkinson from Miami. Uh, as a defensive line player, defensive tackle play, I guess. Uh, and I, considering that it was a shallow format, I can't believe that I said yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's DL or if it's shallow DT, then sure. But, but you know, most of the leagues we play in where it's like a real NFL defense, you're starting two defensive tackles and it's like 16 guys in the league. And Buckner's worth his weight in gold in those leagues. Yeah. Right now, though, he is not getting the job done in the box score for us. Yeah, no doubt. He'll bounce back, though. I got no worries there. Oh, yeah, that's the nice thing about these guys. They will. So that is the Colts. Let's head on over to the Falcons, where I double and triple and quadruple checked all the Deion Jones news I could find today, which there wasn't much, to be honest with you, but everything I saw points towards he did not get activated this week. There was a list of people activated off IR. He wasn't on it. So we'll start there. Uh, all the beat writers don't seem to think this week is the week. Uh, and all the beat writers seem to think that he's getting traded before the deadline. And he probably won't be activated from IR before he's traded at that deadline. Uh, so I'm not worried this week, at least about Michael Walker or uh, Rashawn Evans. But we'll keep an eye on it each week and make sure you don't get the rug pulled out from under you. Uh, other than that, Isaiah Oliver is returning from IR, so that's going to shape up the quarter, the cornerback core beyond AJ Terrell. So the move there is, if it's not AJ Terrell, don't play him, and we'll let you know when it gets figured out. Uh, and a big shout out to Lorenzo Carter again. I mean, this guy came over from the Giants, and I mentioned him earlier, and he's consistently getting what the matchup will give him, and he wasn't able to do that with the Giants. All right, heading over to the Jaguars. I got nothing. I got no news is good news. Everyone played their normal snaps. Everyone did what they're supposed to do. Um, beautiful. Heading over to the Panthers, where Jeremy Chin is placed on injured reserve today. We'll be out for four weeks, so that's not great. Uh, it would appear that Miles Hartsfield is the replacement. Uh, played every snap that Chin didn't play last week, which was most of them, because Chin only played about 6% before he went out. Uh, so that's your four-week replacement right there. Beyond that, uh, Shaq Thompson holding steady in the low 80s for playing time, 82%, and Frankie Louvu holding steady in the low 90s at 92%. Uh, so that still hasn't switched itself around yet, but I still don't believe in Frankie Louvu. I think it's smoke and mirrors. Yeah, I mean, eventually you think that wick is going to burn out, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, when it comes to uh, the safety situation, too, I'm keeping an eye on uh, Sean Chandler, the, he's a veteran that they've gone back to a few times too. Either way, I wouldn't go shooting for anybody but Woods this week. Right, right. What Woods should she, should see a bump, I think. Right. Yeah, it'll be questionable. Um, I think the, I think he would be better in the box. 
but do you stick your veteran up there or do you put one of those expendables, especially when you got Luvu and Thompson doing what they're doing up there? So yeah, it's, I believe Woods is safe. He's going to get his average probably, but when it really comes down to the other two, it's a wait and see. Yeah, we'll evaluate this week. But if you if you are in a deeper, you know, more degenerate league, then Hartsfield's the move for now, and we'll see what happens. Uh, okay, heading over to the Texans. I got nada. Everything looked pretty good there. You, do you see anything uh, on Texans? Just got to give some love to my boy, Jonathan Owens. Other than that, nope. Yeah, no, I've been eating my words on that. He's been salad all season. Petrie's been pretty good, too. Like, their secondary is just super productive in general. That's, like, one of my favorite secondaries for IDP. In real life, they're garbage, but, you know, they, they give us IDP points, so we which, like them. Which translates realistically to the fact that they have no pass rush. So, yep, not a ton with the Texans. We'll head over to the Saints where a uh, safety situation got shook up a little bit. So Marcus May is still out. Uh, Justin Evans was down to 44% of snaps this week, and PJ Williams was back into the mix. So lots of strange shit happening there. You got any idea what the hell's going on? Game flow? I have. <laughs> I mean, what what can you say? Sometimes you just get that outlier. All right. So let's look at the Titans, where the big news was Cunningham, Zach Cunningham, linebacker, did not play this week due to that elbow injury. He's still not practicing as well, so it doesn't look great for this week as well. Uh, Dylan Cole was the replacement, as we mentioned here last in last episode. 58% of snaps, so still not you know anything you can really count on. Joe Schobert filled in the other 36% of snaps, also something you can't count on. So that's still muddy in anything but reliable. I just stay the hell away from it. Amani Hooker was back at practice, though. Yeah, I'd like to see Hooker actually stay healthy. He He's hurt now, and I was really looking forward to what he might pull off this year, and he was had a few good games, but Man, every time he gets hurt, then it goes to shit again. So uh, the one guy, hey, I, a few weeks ago, I think I got one little snippet, or a couple of weeks ago, maybe even last week, got a little snippet in about the uh, outside linebacker, pass rusher, Rashad Weaver, um, if he might be a DL in some places. This guy has really been producing, so he's actually become really consistent. Um, I really like him heading into these bye weeks uh, with this consistency he has had. And uh, he's making a dent in some box scores. So keep an eye on him and uh, could do a lot worse right now with a lot of these other guys underperforming. So before we head over to the NFC and AFC East, do you ever wish that before every NFL game, you could get up to date and accurate information before placing those bets or locking in your fantasy matchup? Well, now you can with the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA and Major League Baseball. Whether you're part of a fantasy tournament, placing your bets, or just a huge sports fan and stats nerd, the Elias Game Plan has everything you need. The Elias Game Plan is a sports app from the most trusted name in sports statistics, the Elias Sports Bureau. They're the official statisticians of all U.S. pro sports leagues since 1913. So you'll see and hear their trusted facts all the time. From ESPN, your local radio broadcasts and television broadcasts. But now you can have all those stats, facts, and team and player updates in the palm of your hand. And it's all backed by the renowned research team. Here at the IDP Pro Players Pod, we love the league-validated team and player news and statistics. They've got great head-to-head comparisons. They have uh, up-to-date key injuries that'll have the biggest impact on the outcome of any game. 
And all this data is backed by the proven Elias Bureau. And with their new chat function, you can talk to them directly. So you know you'll get the latest and hottest information every time. And you know you're backing up all your big decisions on all your fantasy and betting needs. So take the rest of the NFL season to the next level. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And even better news, now you can get 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription plan. So just use our ID Pre Pro Players Gambling Podcast promo code SGPN25 after you find the Elias Game Plan Sports Betting app located in the app or Play Store. That SGPN promo code is SGPN25. It's simple. No house advantage has changed the game, offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Where you can play in pick'em contests, and do it, with a shot at winning $250,000 plus in cold hard cash. Just download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money any day. You can also test your skills versus the house, and win 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to 5 player prop over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. So there's no doubt, you'll want to make sure to check out No House Advantage, and experience daily fantasy sports redefined. Because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. Sign up now with promo code, SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com, or download the app, and you'll also get a first deposit match up to $25 today. That was promo code, SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com. All right, let's get back into it. We got the NFC and AFC East, and we're going to start with the... How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Three in a row. And you know what? I'm sold. Dak can eat shit. Goodbye, Dak. Bye. I'm done. Get out of yeah. here. Take your $100 million contract and get the hell out. Cooper Rush is the future. I mean, probably not, but I, I am I am enjoying the win streak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what what have you done for me lately? You got to be that way in the NFL. So, oh my God, that defense—it's just Woo. terrific. You know, I mean, I don't—that's mild. It is fucking good, is what it, it is. is. It is. It. I truly enjoy watching that defense. Um, mm-hmm. so, so speaking of that defense, LVE ninety-two percent of snaps, looking much better this week. Uh, Bar was up to seventy percent. Didn't do a ton with them, but the playing times there. Jaron Curse missed the week again last week, so that meant more Donovan Wilson. But he does look to be playing this week. So, what's your take there, Gary? Can because something interesting happened the other day. Donovan Wilson himself tweeted a picture of a three-headed monster, with the implication being, when Jaron Curse continues, he's still going to be on the field a lot, and it's going to be a three-headed monster at safety. Do you think that's something they would do? Um, yeah, I, I could see it. I believe they do it pretty often anyways i mean if he's talking about they're going to increase that third safety snaps um he still didn't produce that much at that position at all last year so even getting any more snaps it's not the role you want curse is going to be the role you want he's going to be the targeted safety every time he's on the field as long as uh what is it dan quinn that puts him in that position it's the sweetheart position of that defense yes sir so we'll keep an eye on that when curse uh probably plays this week and we'll we'll let you know what happens after but the smart move here is just to sit wilson this week assuming curse plays if curse is out then it's locked and loaded i can't believe that somebody actually figured out how to use dante jr oh fowler yeah yeah 
Yeah, just give him, just keep him at a mild thirty-five percent of the snaps, and he'll yeah. he'll get in the backfield for you. Yeah, he had a sack last week. I, I when yeah. I heard that, I I was right. listening or watching the game, and he he landed a sack. I was like, holy crap, that hasn't happened since like the Carter administration. That's right. that's incre- incredible. Yeah, and don't trust those snaps. I'm only kidding. Folks. <laughs> yeah, that's not enough. But uh, yeah, Cowboys look good. Nothing weird with playing time or anything this week. Every everyone looks fine. Um, so not much to see there. So let's head over to somewhere where there was something to see the bills. So we've confirmed that DeMar Hamlin is the replacement safety. Uh, there was some confusion on that last week because both safeties were out. So we, we had two backup safeties and we had about six different, uh, freaking depth charts saying six different things. But now we know DeMar Hamlin is the replacement for the duration of the Micah Hyde IR stint, whatever that is beyond that. We got anything else? Yeah, I just want to really kind of follow up on this whole uh, safety situation with Juju Smith and Detroit and with this situation with Buffalo. Put it this way, folks, if you go and you look around, there's a lot of guys that write for a lot of these fantasy football sites and are doing the same thing. They got false reports. It was a flip on these two safeties, so. Yeah, that's that's the truth of the matter is we we give you the best information that we have available at that exact moment in time. And we do not work for these NFL teams. We don't get to sit in on their meetings. So like the thing with Dan with um, Dan Campbell uh, benching Juju Hughes because he blew that coverage and let up the touchdown that lost the game. We weren't sitting in the locker room after that. We weren't in the team defensive meeting when they decided we're benching Juju Hughes. And that's not something they announced to the media either, because that defeats the point. Right. Like if the other team knows that you're getting a second year or a rookie safety starting that week, you adjust your game plan to target that guy because he's because he's a rookie or a second year safety and he stinks. Right. Like you don't let that information out. So, you know, we do what we can with what we got. Trick is we hit more than we miss. This is true. This is true. So that's the news for the Bills. Other than that, everything looked pretty normal and good. They're a model of stability otherwise. Uh, Heading on over to Washington, Commanders, uh, Cameron Curl has been back. He played 98% of snaps, had decent production, so that was good to see. Uh, And Chase Young is, quote, a couple weeks away. How long will it last, or... So, so here's the deal with this, in my mind, at least. We've got bye weeks coming. The injury Grim Reaper has been absolutely clapping our freaking cheeks so far this season. So I, I, you can't come at a better time. If, if Chase Young wants to show up and be available in waivers in a couple weeks, I'll take it. How right. You're right, though. How long is it going to last? Probably not long. <laughs> they kind of tricked us a little bit, too, with the whole Derek Forrest thing when Krull came in last week, the way the snaps all looked and everything heading in the last week with Curl being there, you would have thought Forrest was done. Uh, and then he ended up producing last week. So it was like really confusing. So do you trust him heading into this past week? And I suggested to people that I help out not to, you know, and he went all the way back down to 44% of the snap. So that was a false profit, and I hopefully nobody fell for that one. Right. That's the that's the thing. If you're going to chase box scores, you got to make sure the playing time's there too, because that's that's you know we talked about this before the season. That's flash in the pan right there. Like I don't care if you get a pick six if you played only ten percent of snaps. The odds of you ever doing that again in that season are non-existent. 
All right, so that's the commanders. Not a not a lot going on there. Everything else was normal. Uh, heading over to the Dolphins. So Brandon Jones was injured. He's been limited in practice this week. Eric Rowe saw a bump. Those are both safeties that are not Javon Holland. Therefore, I don't trust them. But that's the order of operations there. If Brandon Jones can't go, Eric Rowe will go. You got anything else in the Dolphins? Huh? Nothing more than I finally took your advice. I held on to Brandon Jones too long. Oh, so I dropped man. his ass. Yeah, that that yep. I was really hoping for some consistency of some type. Eric Rose made sure that's not going to happen. Well, that's that's the Brandon Jones trap is he'll put up a game where he's got like two sacks and 10 tackles and everyone's like, oh, my God, this is great. And then he disappears. It happens yeah. every year. I mean, literally this past week, he fell all the way to 40 percent of the snaps. So that's yeah. that's that's the uh, <laughs> that's the choker for me, folks. He's got to go. Yes, sir. All right. Other than that, normal Dolphins week, nothing crazy. Uh, there are some injuries in the cornerback core, but, you know, we generally don't talk about that. Besides, they got the Jets, not the greatest show on turf this week. So you're not yeah, streaming re- streaming corner in the first re- place. Real quick, too. Um, Ingram, uh, as an interest player, DL play, if you can get him there, he, he's got a good contest this week. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's looked pretty good. He's doing better than Nagba, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Killed killed me on him, man. He was another yeah. one that was supposed to take advantage of this situation. Uh, with some of these guys, all you can figure is now they, they're just really just uh, changing some roles. Yeah, we'll see. Still plenty of season. So that's the Dolphins heading over to the Eagles. I got nothing. A um, couple of cornerback injuries, but nothing serious. Uh, Slay and um, Maddox should be okay for this week. You see anything else there? standard all right nothing crazy uh jets quincy williams was out so quan alexander was in he played 92 percent of snaps he did not blow up the box score but that's okay playing times there and we've seen the production in the past and we know we got at least another week or two of quan alexander and i trust that in 92 percent of snaps of quan alexander over many other options that exist this week because i know what he's capable of you got to love Joyner back there in that free safety position. I mean, uh, I think we might have ran into something with Whitehead, too. Uh, he's another one of those guys like Johnson. He switched and uh, running somebody else's secondary. So, unfortunately, he's not living up to the projections we thought he had. But, hey, Joyner is getting it done. Yeah, actually, it's interesting you mentioned that. I picked up some Joyner in a few places this week as well. So, yeah, it looks like Ashton Davis has fallen out of favor. So, uh, hey, whatever. Honest, honest question, man. Would you ever have thought that you would be picking up Joyner? No, but uh, whatever. It's it's a weird whatever. year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got to go with the flow to win. That is true. So, speaking of going with the flow, heading over to the Giants. So, Oh, man, this one hurt. Julian Love concussion. This has been probably my favorite guy so far this year because he's designated a corner, but he's actually a safety and he plays a lot of linebacker. So yeah. I've, I've, I've loved this guy. He's been a cheat code everywhere and he got concussed early this week. So it, it killed his production, killed his playing time. However, he did practice today, so he looks to be OK this week. Uh, Dane Belton saw more snaps in relief. Uh, so that's the big news and the giants. What else you got on the giants? I, I would say Jalen Smith getting signed off the practice squad, put into the lineup and getting 50% of the snaps off the top. Um, whether or not that'll increase, we don't know, but it's not like Crowder's tearing it up this year either. Mm. He did have a productive game, 
but he had a couple of skid marks there too. So uh, I'm wondering if this might cut into Crowder's time. If you've been, again, depending on him this entire time and, and going with it anyways, uh, and he's your best option, I guess you got to roll with it. Yeah, that's true. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that and uh, let you know how that shakes out. And heading over to the Patriots, Kyle Duggar came back from injury this week. He only played 58% of snaps in his return, which is kind of, I mean, it's normal for Belichick. Belichick loves to screw with us. Uh, That's the problem is, you know, Duggar last year, 85% of snaps a game, which was a waste, a waste of those extra 15%. Um, was massively productive, and he just hasn't been this year. Thank goodness we found Jonathan Owens, uh, a few other acceptable guys that we probably we weren't expect. Uh, John Johnson, you know, he came back. So that's what are you going to do? This is a this is a screwy year, and it is Bill Belichick. It could totally flip here, just in a matter of one contest. Absolutely. We roll with the punches. So beyond that, normal Patriots, normal playing time. If you want to call anything, they do normal. Uh, And before we get into the NFC, AFC West, we're going to pay some bills. Uh, Want all the hot action across this season in one spot? Then like me, you'll love Odds Trader because it's the best place to check and compare all the odds from all major sports books. And I get all the different sign-up codes and promotions from all the sports books to get the best deals. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather. So you and your friends can make the most informed bets possible. It also has a great bet tracker, so we can keep bet records of all the games and betting activity. And Odds Trader has it all, handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, and player statistics with all the key game statistics, and the latest projected game day weather. Their bet tracker also allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So if you want to stop hunting all the major betting sites for the best game day odds, like me, head over to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day betting. I just found out, and I think it's so terrific, that Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. Small businesses that pay coffee farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. And knowing Trade's real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts is great. Because the truth is, what I like and what you like could be totally different. We all like a selection of specific coffees that are different from anyone else's taste, so go and answer a couple of questions real fast and get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh and gimmick-free to you as often as you like. They've also delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. And right now Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's like more than 40 cups of coffee for free. So go now and get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade Coffee find you a great tasting coffee you'll fall in love with. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off and join Trade Coffee and me help support the small coffee roasters from around the world. All righty, getting to the home stretch here. Let's get into the NFC and AFC West, starting with the Cardinals, where Isaiah Simmons, back from the dead, shoots up to 83% of snaps after being in the doghouse. 
I think this might have more to do with Nick Vigil being injured pretty early in this one. That's the only thing I can think of. Why else would this guy see a sudden increase in playing time after literally not playing it barely anything the last couple of weeks? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't trust it. That's the bottom line. What do you think? Don't bite. Don't bite in it. It doesn't matter. He wasn't producing prior when he did have the snaps and uh, Collins is apparently, you know, taking care of business. So definitely not worth it. You might use this as an advantage if you're trying to trade him. That's true. But uh, yeah, we're not sold. Uh, other than that, everything else looked pretty solid here. Did you see anything else? Nope. All right. Heading over to the Broncos. Josie Jewell, once again, 100% of snaps. Another monster game looking great. And it's funny because I'm still seeing on uh, some of these popular sites uh, a large projection for Singleton, Alex Singleton, every week. And it's like, uh, when are they going to catch up? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of stuff right there that will turn managers off real quick. If you're in a shallow league, you've never really played and you're depending on these projections and you jump on it. And next thing you know, it didn't work out. It totally sucks. And then you're all mad at IDP. So um, it's it's not a good thing. I wish he would babysit it a little bit. It's kind of the stepchild of the fantasy community sometimes, right? That's okay, though. Um, yeah. So, yeah, beyond that, Broncos looked okay. Oh, Randy Gregory to IR. Uh, that, yeah. just, that just happened. Um, that sucks. That's not good. No. Um, I'm keeping my eye on Jonas Griffith, too. He's kind of creeped back up. Uh, I wonder if they're just going to, you know, insert him and give him a good 75, 80% at some point here next to Jules. Definitely. We'll keep an eye on that. And then, uh, we'll let you know when Randy Gregory is coming off IR as well. Uh, pour some out for him. Uh, moving on to the Rams. I got nothing. No news is good news. I mean, their, their cornerback core is a freaking mess, but that this is not the place for that. Other than, uh, I think, uh, Yeah. Taylor Rapp took a huge hit, 50% of the snaps. They used Fuller in there, uh, 74%. He got a, he got a, the bump, actually, and then Nick Scott. Nick Scott is the only guy that you want to go with. This I believe he's a rookie uh, or a second-year guy, something like that. But either way, he's killing it in snaps. When it comes to Fuller and Rapp, here's what I think happened. I think Ernest Jones playing these snaps that is normally not there for this second inside linebacker position uh, has definitely took rap off the field because you've got Jones capable of playing up there in the box and coverage. And then they're putting two deeper safeties with Fuller and Nick Scott, which are more free safety type safeties, I guess you could say. So uh, if you're wondering what's on with going on with rap, I'm not looking for him to bounce back as long as Ernest Jones is doing his job. So, yeah, a little, a little bit of movement there. We'll keep an eye on that for you. But I, I've never really trusted the Rams safety core since John Johnson was there. So, uh, all right. Heading over the Chargers, the other L.A. team, Drew Tranquil. The ascension is complete. 100% of snaps this week. Another monster game in the production. And Kenneth Murray squashed like a bug down to 63% where he belongs. <laughs> Drew Tranquil is one of those guys, you know, for years, I've just been waiting for this. I mean, I just love this full circle for him. Uh, congratulations. And damn it. I want to pat myself on the back that finally he broke out and everything that I kept predicting he stayed healthy for. And, uh, 
as we know, and we've been saying it, Moray is not that good. Yes, sir. Yeah, you've be, you been a tranquil guy for years, plural. So uh, it's finally happened, and man, does it look good. Yeah, it should have happened just two years ago, but he was hurt. First game against Cincinnati, second series. I think yeah. he had like four tackles right before that. <laughs> I don't know. I might be making shit up now. Who knows? Yep. But anyway, it's happened now. That's about it for the Chargers. Bosa is still on IR. We'll let you know when he comes back. Heading on over to the Seahawks, uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, we got to put him on the big dump premium rankings. Did you hear about what happened with that, by the way? No. No, I didn't. He, he took a cart off the field to take a crap because the visitor's locker room is so far away by walk, he wouldn't have gotten back in time to get back in the game. So he took a cart to the bathroom to take a crap. <laughs> I seen you had that road into the into our stuff here, and I had no idea who Metcalf you was talking about. It would be an IDP, and now I get it. It's hilarious, <laughs> hey folks. I don't I, I don't pay attention to Dirty O that much when I'm really grinding this shit out during the midweek. So that is hilarious. Well, you know, Metcalf was also grinding his shit out. Uh, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Oh my God. I, but, but on go the ahead. IDP side of things. So right. Cody Barton, man, what the hell? 62% of snaps and Ryan Neal took some of his playing time is what I read. I don't know why or what kind of sense it makes, but what, what, what do you think about that? Actually, when I, I looked into it because uh, I hit on Cody Barton in one of those, I'm prepared to lose him, though. It, this is going to happen in some of these cases when these guys break out their first time. If they're not really all that good, they're going to experiment. And he might be ass out. So uh, he's struggling. Uh, they're not real happy. All the reports coming out from the local B writers and that I can find is that he's struggling pretty bad. I'm really keeping my eye on Nuwaso. Uh, Nuwaso. Oh yeah, he's U- becoming Uchenna, a. Yep. Yeah, I, I was treating him like an edge rusher. I think prior to this, he was really an edge rusher, but I think that he's actually getting a boost out of this whole Cody, Cody Barton thing too. So yeah, I'm going to start really paying attention to him for these bye weeks because he might be a viable LB two play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we'll keep an eye on that. If it's not Jordan Brooks, it's not super trustworthy right now. And beyond that, everything else looks decent in Seattle. Unless you got anything else? Josh Jones not getting too much done at that strong safety where John, Jamal Adams is gone. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, that makes sense, though. Uh, and we weren't super high on him in the first place. All right, and over to the Chiefs, where the big surprise this week was Darius Harris, who we just got finished talking about how great an option he was going to be for four weeks, plummets down to 33% of snaps. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, this was because Brian Cook came in for more defensive back heavy packages due to game script, right? They, they got up huge on Tampa Bay, multiple score lead, and the game plan that would have been normal went out the window, right? It was hey, Tampa Bay is going to throw every down, so let's put more defensive backs on the field, and that's the only reason I see for that. Yeah, I really wonder if Andy Reid calls Bill Belichick for it's the other way around and tells people that they're really going to throw some shit in the game. Yep, but yep, regardless, we can't really trust Darius Harris after seeing this now. If he can't cover, then they're going to take him off the field in obvious passing situations like this, then he's useless to us, so we got to abandon ship. 
Um, so that's the Chiefs, unless you got anything else. Nope. Heading over to the Niners, I got nothing. Everything looks good. Yeah. Yes, sir. And last but not least, we got the Raiders, where there was a bit of a bombshell the other day. Blake Martinez has signed with the Raiders. So what this does is, if it ain't Divine Diablo, we have no friggin' idea who it is now because we got three guys for one slot. Denzel Perryman, Jayon Brown, Blake Martinez. What the hell? Blake Martinez actually could really come into play here. Uh, Brown, I mean, he was getting the job done IDP-wise for us while he was replacing Perryman, but I'm not so sure you know, that he was actually uh, uh, equivalent of what they really could get out of Martinez at that position. And then you got Diablo doing his thing. So... Uh, Perryman just, he's, you know, he's hurt, but yeah, at this point, it just looks like Blake Martinez might be stepping in sooner than later. So, yeah, well, I mean, you know, more to be revealed on that. We'll see what this week brings, but for now, if it ain't divine Diablo, it's, uh, probably dangerous. So stay the hell away. Uh, and that's what I got for the Raiders. Unless you got anything else. No, sir. That was a wrap. All right, so just a reminder, check out all the great fantasy football and gambling prep over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, where we let it ride. And be sure that you're subscribed to the SGPN Fantasy Football YouTube channel for your chance to win a free month of Gary's in-season IDP tipster starts at Power Rankings with the rolling waiver wire app. Winners will be randomly selected when it hits 50 subscribers, so hurry up on this one because we're almost there. Plus, the SGPN Fantasy just started a new Twitter giveaway. You could win a free DeAndre Swift jersey and a bonus $50 credit to the SGPN merch store. To enter, find and subscribe to the SGPN Fantasy Football YouTube channel. Comment on any video while you're there. Then all you got to do is send a direct message to at SGPN Fantasy on Twitter. When you've done both, you'll be automatically entered to win big just by simply letting it ride with SGPN Fantasy. That takes us to the end, my friend. Another week down, another week to come. What are you looking forward to this weekend? Rest. Yeah, it's always going to be the same answer, I think. Uh, the, the weekends for IDP or fantasy football content people, it's kind of when you rest if you're just not out there being social. So, yes. That's I'm looking true. forward to some rest. Yep. And then we adjust and do it all again. So thank you everyone for listening. Good luck this week. We'll catch you same time, same place next week. Have a good one.